football is officially back and we've got you covered right here on the Ringer NFL feed. I'm Shiel Kapadia and every Tuesday and Friday, Ben Solak and I will be bringing you Extra Point Taken. Nora Princiati here to tell you that Steven Ruiz and I will be coming to you every Monday and Thursday. Our Monday show will recap everything from Sunday's games. Thursday show will encompass any news during the week with an eye towards the next slate of games. Subscribe to the Ringer NFL show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow the Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Ringer NFL. It's Brittany, and I am back. <laughs> Michael Scott. You cleaned it up. I appreciate but, that. Oh, how dare you? I mean, at I this just, rate. I just said to Jesse, he's been very, him and his wife and his kid have been very good to my family over the last week or so. Because we're normally not. So I was like, so, well, normally you're just kind of there. So I was like, so I'm going to be extremely kind. He's like, you know what? Don't let that affect you on the show. I so do. we're going to start off with Jesse's <laughs> junk. Like the things we hate about Jesse. Here we go. Go for it. <laughs> what do you got? Anything? Heck of a friend. I sweat a lot. That's a say, that's This a guy shows up when you need him. Oh, stop it. You're embarrassing me. Um, I don't like this. It makes me feel very uncomfortable. You can do it all, you the, did a, all the day long You did private. an above adequate job in the last podcast. Me and my wife both oh. said the same thing. Wow. You sounded much more natural than before. Oh, man. Kept Thank it rolling. You, oh, God. This is really... It's so awful. I hate Your all of this. Your heart's not going to give out now, don't right? Like I don't... This would be not great timing because then that would be a punchline. You're a dad, bro. That's Welcome. Right. I, I thought we were, I wasn't allowed to talk about that. Jesse was very specific. He's like, <laughs> shut he up. He said the do listeners, not. the listeners do not he care about that. He is a liar. He is a liar. That's not how I, I had I a hard time that. leaving today. Did you yeah. really? I oh, believe I that. I was. Yeah. See, I knew that was going to be the case, bro. I tried to give you an out. You didn't have to. No, it was good. It's good for me to break away, get back in the card world, get back to work a little bit. So. Yeah. I'm not going to be breaking or selling anything the next couple of weeks, probably. So. Yeah, I can imagine. How, do some of this. Go ahead and let the people know what kind of sleep are you on. So he's been home two nights. We came home Saturday night. Uh, Saturday night would be like an hour on, up for 15, half an hour on, you know, sleeping up for 15, 20. Yeah. Uh, last night he slept for, same thing, 30 minutes to an hour a bunch of times. And then he slept for two and a half hours straight. I passed right out, so that was cool. Has there been any moment while you're with him that you've actually thought about cards? Be honest. Yeah, not much. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, honestly, not a ton. I don't think that's. A, I think that's fine. I don't think there's a problem with that. The I card mean, porn thing last week got oh, me. Wor- like I was yeah. in the hospital. She's literally given labor, and I was like, I hope Juan isn't. You're like, honey, hold on. No. I got to take care of something. I was just like, I hope he is experiencing the same pain without an epidural. Sure, that is really what my hope was there. That, well, maybe. Um, but no, everything else. Yeah, it just just a yeah. It's but I was all, also when I told you this. Man, I'll take like a week off. I'm just gonna get back to it. Yeah, I don't think that'll be I, I, two to three weeks. I think will be good. Two if I'm breaking weeks. in September oh, at all, of breaking, breaking, okay. selling, really being back to social, I would be, it, this could change. I could come back next week and be like, no, we're getting ready to go. Yeah. I would be shocked if you see me more than one day in the month of September. Well, just in the fact of like how much sleep is being missed right now, I can't imagine that you're going to use anything but that extra time for a little uh, extra Z's. So. Heard from Chris Vernon day of. Didn't yeah. hear a word from Bill. We have a fun show, though. We have a lot of football to talk Can about. Can we just say this, too? Yesterday is a perfect example of sports transcending things. I had a great time watching games it is. yesterday. It was a perfect escape. Some, you know, People are close to me know that Wednesday, Thursday was just a brutal uh, couple days for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yesterday was literally like, hey, 
don't worry about it. Like, it's cool. We're just going to watch football and goof around. That's exactly. it. The kid was in his, his Tom Brady jersey just chilling. My wife, my wife and kid are both alive. That was nice. A nice change. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was it was just a perfect opportunity of, like, example, like, tra- sports transcending, like, chaos in your life. And that's where I'll be with cards in the next. Peace. Yeah, that's where I'll be with cards in the next week or two. Yeah. Like, hey, you know what? I want to go mess around with cards. Going to break for a night. Cool. I'll go do it. I'll break. I'll I'll sell it. I'll have fun doing it. So I do think again, there's that perfect connection of like an escape. Yeah. And like kind of a cool like something to step away to. So. I wish while I was over there, I would have remembered all the cards I bid on with PWCC before because I talked about that on Thursday's episode. Did you win? I, had, I only won one of them, which I'm happy at What'd least. You win? I got a Deion Sanders, like a. Uh, 91 score Deion Sanders BGS 8.5, but it was $7. So I was like, <laughs> I mean, that's, but it, it's worth more than that. So I, I can't complain any, either way, but it was just awesome to feel like, oh, I'm back in football season again. I get to actually go out and start hunting for, for good buys. And it was also just preparing for today's episode, getting the stats ready, seeing who did well, who like all the hype is actually, if anyone actually cares anymore. Yeah, I, I'm excited for the episode. But we also have baseball. We're going to be talking a lot about that. Bowman tell Chrome. So I didn't care for the other day. Go for Back it. to back. We got a rundown and a big picture. <laughs> Did, well, you may have Oof. missed it too. I used the big picture sound effect multiple it. times. Oh, so. by the way. Yeah, he's reaching. I'm just hitting no. hit the button. By the way. By the way, picture. The picture. <laughs> there you go. Off air, Jesse did not know. I, I can't believe you don't know what this is because people, a lot of people like this segment. Carlos's concerns. When me and Carlos. This was from when I was gone, right? This is how I know you don't listen to the show. You don't, put, you don't take your job seriously. It. No. Um, when you were gone, I don't care that you help my family anymore. This is, <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on. Carlos, jump on here for a second. Me and Carlos were so, oh, I was solo on here. Carlos yes. was more active than he has ever been. Thank I you, would Carlos. say he added more to that show. Oh God. oh, God. Is it happening? Oh, God. He is reaching. Oh, my chest hurts. No. Okay. I, not to be selfish. If you are going to do this on camera, let's at least. Oh, God. No, no, no. I when <laughs> I, You made me laugh while I was taking a sip, and it, like I swallowed. Oh, it, it hurt. Like I swallowed something with a. Now we have Jesse's concerns. All right. Uh, Carlos, one concern is I'm not uh, dying today, but if I do, please fill in. Uh, go. What was the concern episode about? Carlos, break this down for him. Let him know what this, this segment will be going forward. Uh, so basically, because uh, I have been listening to you guys talk for forever, but I still Forcibly. don't know anything about this hobby. There. Yep. So I just <laughs> asked uh, a question, and now I'm going to do that going forward if, <sighs> when I have a question about the hobby specifically. So last time I asked about breaking because it's still a very foreign concept. He's very me. down on breaking, which I like. Actually, he was very much like, appreciate I don't understand. Opinion. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Well, and also, uh, he and I had a conversation offline about like the whole TCG world because even though I talk about it a lot and I talk about like the investable assets out there, he actually sees it from a different point of view from like as a TCG player. I don't, I'm not trying to out you as a TCG player, but yeah, I so. just think that's really interesting. Different takes. That's all we're about. We just want to hear from different viewpoints of the hobby. That's cool. Perfect. Um, all right. Well, Let's thank get into you, football. Carlos. We yeah. look forward to your, uh, your I was future promised questions. Thursday, Carlos concern segment. So, uh, wait, well, okay. He um, promised it. What do you want me to do? Let's get into football. We'll get to Arm Layton uh, later from just uh, baseball for our Bowman Chrome. We've got a few other little stories, and we got new releases before your mailbag. Uh, traditional, fun, just great episode. Week one football review. Overreactions uh, is what this is. Jordan Love is going to go to the Super Bowl and win MVP. There's your overreaction. How well, about great. that? 
That's a good, that? I, I will say it's a good game to start on. Jordan Love looked awesome. Yep. Uh, Justin Fields looked like uh, something in Theo's diaper. Is that fair to say? Justin Fields was not, he was, yeah, he wasn't great, but he was definitely not the one I would have thought of as uh, Theo's diaper. The Theo's would, diaper well, was have, one man in particular. But I have a high ceiling for Fields. Sure. And sure. I haven't seen, like, and he has to prove to me that he is still the guy that can do that. Uh, just quick stat line, Jordan Love, 15 to 27 uh, three touchdowns, only one sack. He got rid of the ball really quick. I watched a bunch of that game. He looked really, really good. Yeah. Again, it's one game against the Bears defense that I don't think is out of this world, although they are decent. 38 points, pretty good. And that was in Chicago. Jordan Love also, it's a big game. he was, uh, as far as like passing, uh, ESPN has that whole passing rating score. He was highest on that list. Again, that's not his QBR rating. Passer though. rating 123, QBR 73. Yeah. Excellent in both. Uh, I thought he was very, very good. I think there's reason to be optimistic because I think that's a pretty good team. Um, well, and uh, Max sent us over some just interesting stats. I started pulling up pricing, but he pulled up one of them. I think it was actually, let me pull it here. So Max sent over a card. This was from, uh, it's not Luminance. Dang it. I'm sorry. I used to, I had it up prior and it cleared out. One second. Okay, cut for time. You're, no, no. Well, you're doing there that. it is. I got it. You, yeah. Oh, <laughs> 2020 Panini Mosaic. Why are you the way you are? Cut for time. Uh, <laughs> Jordan <laughs> Love. Who are you yelling at? Rookie. Nobody, nobody you, here. that guy. <laughs> rookie scripts went from 152 uh, earlier in the day on Sunday yeah. to 341 raw. That was just... Yeah. Okay. I, you're going to see that. Like people are going to overreact about quarterbacks in particular. Jordan Love looked great. Hard to argue. I also don't think that that's... It's a, I shouldn't say it's that great of a division. Minnesota looked very average. The Bears, I don't think, are going anywhere. The Lions are very good. I mean, the Lions looked awesome against the Chiefs. You beat Patty Mahomes in his stadium. You know, in my opinion, you're the best team I mean, in football until proven otherwise. Yeah, that was I don't care awesome. if it's one game. But Jordan loves stock on the rise, as it should be. Field stuff definitely took a little bit of a hit, but I don't think people crazy overreacted either. And he still showed you enough there where, like last year, even in the losses, he had some crazy athletic plays. There was that one play. It was like third and 22 at their own uh, five, 10 yard line, whatever. Mm -hmm. And the guy, I, I, we actually paused this when it happened. I was like, watch this play. He spins, he avoids the tackle. He oh, spins yeah. out of one. He cuts, he run, he 13 yard run didn't, didn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things, but it was like, yeah, that is why guys are still high on Justin Fields. I also think he, he comes across to me as a very accountable young guy on the field, which is awesome. And the, like, after the fact, he was like, Hey, this is on me. I like that in the quarterback in particular. So I actually am still high on both of those guys. Would you, and I think we talked about this before. I don't think we've mentioned it on the show yet, but we wanted to do a little bit of a buy, sell, hold for so a would, lot of these so guys. I, would sell, I know it's premature. I would sell Jordan Love right now. I would almost buy Justin Fields though, because I agree. the his rookie, his prism rookie went from selling, man, I think it was like uh, $75. It was even higher than that. It was eight. $80, $75. This is a couple days before. And then yesterday dropped all the way down to $53 for his PSA 10. After one game. I mean, yeah. That's, that's what I mean. Like, that's a yep. buy. I like it. All right. What do you get next? When a game? Um, I think we. Player, game, whatever you want, actually. Can we, can we talk about Burrow? I mean, it, it needs to yeah, be see, talked about. Yeah, see, this is another one, too. Like, guys, yesterday, there were a number of posts on social uh, just from the uneducated, bitter masses. Last year, this was the, the Mahomes talk. Correct. When Mahomes started off slow. Yep. And it was like. Bet you guys feel great about a third-year quarterback now. <laughs> yep. I, I sure do, you dummy. It's third year, he had the injury. So, really, fourth year. Yeah, he he lost a game. 
Mm-hmm. His resume through the first three and a half seasons of his career are, are, are as impressive as just about anybody in the history of football. Yeah, for I know sure. there's a couple that are better, fine. But like the ones that are better, by the way, Brady, Mahomes, I mean, Brady, Brady. Um, oh, yeah, excuse me, Brady, Mahomes. <laughs> no sleep, people. I have a baby. <laughs> you have a baby in a bar? In a bar. Sweet Home Alabama, underrated film. My first date. Rom-coms are great. Don't get me started. You've got mail. Burger King before that. And we went to see Sweet Home Burger King. I used to love those chicken sandwiches. I was like 15. (laughs) Get off me. You still love them. Um, (laughs) Why are you here? All right. We're Um, going back. Here we go. So, yeah. You look at the list of guys who are more accomplished after their first few seasons in the league. and, And not only just that but also where they are as a quarterback. Brady won three out of his first four seasons of actual playing time. Burrow was a much more accomplished passer than Brady was those first three or four years. Brady had success, and we're not going to argue that. But this kid's trajectory is still unbelievably high. We didn't see a whole lot of movement in his pricing, which is there's things like that that happen, and I have a little bit of hope that this will still be a hobby when Theo's 20. Like people yes. are not dumping Joe Burrow people cards. Lost people their are minds. not dump- Same with Mahomes, by the way. People are not going nuts. Yeah, absolutely. Those are still, to me, the one and two best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, Burrow's pricing really was hovering around 211 to Mm -hmm. 190, but this dropped it down to, like, he has a sale of 176. Like, Yeah, fine. Not that crazy. Exactly. It's fine. But, but I was I was actually happy to see that. So you hold you hold those guys. They're going to be there at the end of the season. This was one game I really wanted to watch. Unfortunately, we just, I you know what you, you and I should just split the NFL like the red ticket package or red is that zone. what red zone package just so we can see all these games because it was the the Dolphins game I really wanted Dolphins, to watch. Chargers, yeah, yeah. So we saw only highlights of that. Sadly, um, Herbert looked very good again. This is the thing too with Herbert. It's not that I don't care. I just, I think the hobby is going to be super slow to respond until they see Herbert do this when it matters. Yeah. He still has never won a play. I don't know if he's, actually, he's never been to the playoffs, right? Herbert? Yeah, I don't no, think he's ever been. I'll double check, but I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, so like yesterday, 23 or 33, 225. He, been. he lost a, a huge comeback, remember, in the playoffs. It was like 27-0. Oh, that's right. Oh, the last very year, first, right? Yeah. He reached 2022 playoffs with the who, Chargers. Who beat them last year? couldn't pass through the wild card round. Wait a minute. Who? Yeah, Carlos. Who? That was a crazy. The Jags. Episode. They lost to the Jags. That's right. That's what it was. Was yeah. it 27 nothing? Is that what you said? I don't think he said. I don't remember the score exactly. It was I insane, like though, was right? That. It was like they had a huge lead at the half and they blew it. Yes, that's right. So again, this is a guy who's never won a playoff game then. I blew a 27 point lead. It was 20. I think it was yeah. 27 nothing or 30 or three, whatever it was. He is a guy to me, though. I have to see it when it counts, period. There's going to be some fluctuation during the regular season. I almost think, though, the masses kind of agree with me mm-hmm. that, yeah, he could go on a 10-game winning streak and be the front runner for MVP. It's not, going to, it's not going to impact him nearly as much in price as it would a bunch of other guys because we've seen him play at an elite level in the regular season. Okay. But his pricing is so high there's always the fear that it doesn't yep. mean anything until he solidifies it in the postseason. So that's kind of my thinking. Is Justin Herbert at this point, do you think he's a buy or sell? I'm a, I just hold him. Yeah. Just hold. Um, but Tua, Tua's yep. a guy who has literally been in my hold box. I sold a bunch of him last year. He was. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> can't get the Carlos guy. Carlos isn't going to say anything, but he is going to come on. Can't get the guy to prepare a Carlos concern. We but saw he is, it, though. Oh, man. He he's is excited. Pumped. Carlos, talk to me about Tua. What are your feelings today? Are you happy? Uh, Tua, just going to throw this out there. Tua literally had the fourth most passing yards in a week one game ever. 
ever. Just, just I know Thomas Edward did what once. He had five hundred. I knew he had yep, the most. In, I don't know who this, the other one. In this hang week. on, hang on. I gotta get the you other. You want to guess? Or I yeah, know I do. So there's two more. <laughs> I love how involved Carlos is right now. <laughs> I, I asked it before. I'll say it again. I don't know why you're here. <laughs> um, two more. I'm gonna go. Well, Breeze, Manning, Marino. Any of those three? Yes, one of those three. Um, Breeze. No. Manning. Marino. Nope. Marina. I said Marina. I Which said is that. even more impressive, by the way, the fact that he does it. You'll never guess the other one. What right, the, what, hang you. on, what year? No one knows. Uh, I want to say it's like 50s or 60s. I don't know off the top of my head. The 50s or 60s? What? With, that was back when a, football wasn't real football. That's back when they didn't get 500 <laughs> yards in a game for both teams. Sammy Baugh. I believe it was Norm Van Brocklin. Sure. I was going to say that next. Yeah. That was my next guess. How many yards did Norm Van Brocklin have? <laughs> I don't know off the top of my head. But it was but more it was, than 466. Yes. That's insane. What the heck? <laughs> that was like a whole year for somebody back then. Um, yeah, Tua did, what did we say, 466 yesterday? 466, yep. three touchdowns. I didn't see the interception, Carlos. Was it a terrible interception? It was way downfield. Uh, yeah, he I threw saw a pass it. in the end zone. Uh, JC Jackson picked it off. That was arguably pass interference on the play that wasn't called, but whatever. Okay. Yeah. He had the highest QBR of the week, right? Uh, 87. Not highest. He was very close. 87.7. Really? That's yeah. ridiculous. Stafford and Purdy beat him. Oh, you know what's funny? That's the one game I didn't, I couldn't even Stafford, tell you. Stafford, I don't know. Yeah. I, I couldn't even tell you who won the game. I agree. I when forgot I, the Rams were a professional team. Um, Tua is a guy, though, I I for sure would still buy if you have some hope. And I do. The only thing about that is he already has jumped quite a bit after that game. Like, at least. Interesting. I would have said he had not moved at all because I thought guys were so apprehensive. If yeah, he's moved, people, when he moves enough, I need to start dumping. So, so like, got a ton of his stuff. For, for instance, his silver PSA 10 is sold for 476 on Saturday, and then there was a sale for 580. So, quite a, quite a nice jump for that. But then his base went from selling for $50 which is actually kind of good. It had been even lower than that. It was selling for $50, jumped up to two sales at 70 plus. So interesting. And here's the thing. You be again, the Chargers are a good team. You went into the Chargers. Like defense is pretty good. They have players at every level on defense. So I, I think it's an above average defense. You absolutely lit them up. Actually, Dolphins defense, I think, is ranked number 10, while Chargers is ranked number like 23. Yeah, I think the Chargers defense is much better than the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins have a decent defense. I don't think they have anywhere near the playmakers that the Chargers. J.C. Jackson is an, is an all-pro type guy. You get Bosa. Khalil Mack still for the... I think Khalil Mack. Again, I didn't watch this game. I just going off highlights. I'm, I'm very excited to see Tua do this. So if His, you can get Tua at a decent price, that's... I still would. Or I, at least a hold. You wouldn't sell him. I have, I'm not even considering selling anything because yeah. I think this kid can go on a run. There's always the fear with him. Is he going to get hurt? All right, and what did you say about Justin? Uh, or, I'm just holding, I guess, but unenthusiastically. Unenthusiastically, I'll say a him. few more than Arm will be here. What else you got? All right, um, let's go to the Patriots game. You want to talk about that? Dude, you Before saw we get to me. Purdy? I was just miserable watching this game for the first, uh, for the first half. I guess well, basically it was like first quarter for sure. That was pretty rough. I mean, the defense. I can't even say anything bad about the defense because the offense was so pathetic, um, <laughs> and they let up a pick six. Yep. They also had some other turnovers in their own end of the field. So, mm -hmm. again, the defense I actually thought was pretty good considering you're playing what people would argue is the best, second best, I guess at worst, the third best team coming into the season in Philly. Um, guys are going to whine about this and we're going to see this nonsense and people are going to overreact to it. But Mac Jones in the second half of that game was was elite. He was really good in the second half. It even, was... even the throw at the end, by the way, fourth and 11 with whatever, 40 seconds left in the red zone, close to the red zone. 
that throw is on the money. The guy doesn't drag his back foot. Like, like Mac played really well. He was 35 of 54, 315 yards, three touchdowns. The interception was atrocious. I thought he played very, very well. Uh, I got Bill Simmons uh, retracting his Steelers comments earlier in the the day. So he was, I think he was happy to see Patriots start doing a little better. Mac Jones though suffers from right time, right hype, right season. He comes up in 2021. The market is at an all time high. People are overreacting, going crazy over his cards. And ever since then, it's like, it's his fault. Well, he also has the, it's all, it's kind of a benefit for him. Honestly, he comes from a place in the country where they are looking for that quarterback. They need that replacement quarterback. Sure. Yeah. You're following the, you're trying to fill in Brady's shoes. So if he does just a little bit of good, they're going to jump on. uh, Oh, see, I just, see, I disagree. I think there is so so much disdain for Mac. Like, Oh, look at how high he was. He's nowhere near these pricing. It's like, right. But if you take away, he, he is not responsible for the football card market in 21. It just so happened. We had an unbelievable rookie class at the time. Mm -hmm. The hype across the whole card market was excellent. The market was killing it. Yes. His stuff was insanely overpriced based on today's perspective. Okay. But if you just put in a vacuum, look at what this kid has done the first couple of years he's played, and then the throws he made yesterday against a very, very good team, I don't know how you're not excited. Like, even me as a Pats fan, I was like, hey, you know what? You you come down to the wire with that team, with as horrible a start as you have, I'm in. Like, I'm, I'm actually, I found myself rooting for football again, which was cool, as opposed to just watching games. So I, I would actually be a buy on Mac Jones, and I'm a buy on Jalen. His QBR fell right in the middle of everything Mac Jones did. Jalen also, actually, he was a little lower than than Mac. I'd buy him both because Jalen's going to be there at the end. And I think Mac's going to have some stretches where he looks elite. So I'm going to buy him both. As far as their pricing goes, it didn't really change all that much. They're both changed by maybe a few bucks. Nothing nothing, uh, extraordinary. Purdy is somebody we Look, should talk to. I talk don't, uh, they're again on the road. You're playing in Pittsburgh. That's a pretty good defense with arguably the best pass rusher in football, TJ Watt. And the Steelers defense overall is pretty good. You're on the road coming back from a major surgery early, by the way, months early. Purdy was elite. I watched that entire game, mm-hmm. almost the entire game, elite in the pocket, rolling out, throwing on the move. Uh, I just thought Purdy was excellent. And again, he's another guy like Mac, though. Yeah, he was great, but look at how stupid his pricing is. I don't care. <laughs> look at how good he played. That's yeah. the difference for me with that guy. I thought he was unbelievable. And they didn't, you know, another thing, too, you see at times is like they'll come out and have a great first half, a young QB. In the second half, they just let their foot off the gas because there's like this cont- They came out in the second half firing off, too. Like they were going for the throat the entire game. Yeah, I thought he was like unbelievable. Uh, I'm trying to look his stats. I don't know what he, I have no idea what his numbers even were. Oh, here you go. 19, yeah, 19 and 29, 220, two touchdowns. And he had a couple of runs, 20 yards rushing. He had the highest QBR. Yeah. He was crazy efficient. He didn't make mistakes. He didn't take bad sacks. I thought he was elite. Yep, absolutely elite. Um, honestly, though, I just Christian don't think McCaff. there's pricing. I, I don't think you can buy Purdy at this moment in time. I mean, you could hold him. Here's the thing, though. Every like there's questions out there. This is where we saw last year guys were starting to throw up like best quarterback ever. Like, is he as good as Tom Brady? You know, like all this nonsense stuff. But nobody, I mean, we're doing overreactions already. So at this point in time, yes, he's high, but is he high compared to because in the middle of the game, I'm like looking up, like, okay, how much could I get like a 10, you know, auto of his? like a, a silver and it was going for at least two grand. And that had oh. gone up from 1500 
right before the game started. So I think there's a real world where he plays unbelievable. This team's like seven and zero, and his pricing consistently goes down. He he is that because high. Because he's still. that high. Yeah, not because of how good he's played. So he's another one of those on the other end. Real world performance is not enough to to live the letdown from hype. Oh, to, it's not enough to live. It's not enough to um, to cover. Yeah. The negativity from this whole letdown because of hype. Yeah, I mean, but. If he continues to play well, I guess that would be the only thing that could hold him up. Even then, I just, I don't, I, I think it's going to take so long. Like, he's going to have to play at an, at this level for like 10 weeks. And even then, because it's going to be, well, yeah, he's done in the regular season, never want to quit. Yeah. The pricing is wild. Do you want to talk any running backs or wide receivers before we get in there? B. John Robinson was super exciting for the Falcons. Desmond yeah. Ritter had a good game. And that Not Tyler a, Al, Algier as well. Yeah, I don't know anything about him, to be honest. But, but B. John, people say potential rookie of the year. Oh. Carlos is giving us a thumbs are, up. Are you giving thumbs up to the Tyler Carlos or are you giving to the Bijan or Carlos both? is a big Algier fan. I'm, I'm telling you that uh, the, our guest is here. How am I supposed to know a thumbs up means that? How do I know that? Carlos? Can we not have a sign? So, Carlos, you, you came from an sure, old time. I, I'll huh? get it. You know what? I'll buy a whiteboard. How about that? We'll send you a I like that. Put your like address in the chat. We'll yeah. send you. Yeah. Dude, how great <laughs> would that stat event? Even though Car- there's like chat here, we could use it in the program. No, no, no. But Carlos no. has the three names of who had a bigger game week one than Tua. He's like ripping tape off. Pick number two, Dan Marino. And your favorite, no. <laughs> McDonald? Van Brocklin. <laughs> I've lost. Right, it. Do you want the guest in here? I don't. Don't let him in right now. For Just sakes. horrible freaking run. Hang on. Give uh, it another minute. We yeah, gotta, one minute. Let's We're finish it up. Uh, we did see. I saw some posts about Jared Goff too in the Lions. Take it easy, people. I think the Lions are excellent. I think they proved last year they're a very good team. Anthony Richardson seemed to do okay. I mean, like granted, he they lost, but oh, okay, that's a good. They I'm wear sorry. blue as well. I'm sorry. Team. Yep. Yep. That's my bad. Continue. Just think about what you just said. Yep. No. 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 Um, Jared Goff has been around too long. This is his eighth season, maybe? Thank you. He is he is never going to have a bump in pricing, no matter what. Realistically, there's nothing he's going to do that's going to happen. But what if he goes 15-2 and two and wins the Super Bowl? That's not realistic to me. So there's no, he could be very, very good. I don't think there's any world. Other Anthony Richardson, to your point, some moments of excitement. That was cool. The more important thing in that game to me, and I don't think this is a secret to anybody, and I don't, I don't know about his pricing, so it's interesting to say. Trevor Lawrence is unfreaking believable. Like Trevor Lawrence is, I just and I, and again, I think yesterday was a pretty average game for him. At I was going to say like it, he didn't really stand out as far as makes, like stats go. He, he just makes some throws. And you're just like, what just happened? And then the fourth quarter, fourteen zero, they outscored him fourteen nothing. That he's just to me is just a bad dude. I think he's going to be really. He's already really good. I think he's an elite, elite quarterback. Okay, but twenty twenty three best quarterback out there. I didn't watch enough. I mean, Richardson looked okay. Um, I'll tell you. Bryce Young. Looked, Bryce Young was not it. Yeah, Bryce Young. You know, what are you going to do? And then who else? Who am I missing that started from CJ Stroud. Oh, yeah. They got beat pretty bad by the, by the. See, I didn't watch that game. So I'm going just off stats. CJ Stroud, 28 of 44, 240. Yeah, QBR 21's pretty rough. Yeah. You know what's no. funny? Lamar Jackson's QBR was 13. Lamar Jackson was 13? Yeah. No. Yeah, QBR 13.6. What? No, I, I have his thing pulled up right here. Okay. Lamar Jackson was not 13 in his QBR. 13.6. Good. Well, take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no take yeah. the time. I want, I want to, maybe I'm reading it wrong. No, you're absolutely right. Thank you. Tannehill. I, I just don't remember him being right next to Tannehill. But Tannehill. between Bryce Young and Tannehill. By Man. Way, Tannehill is garbage. Yeah, put, put I hate Levis, that. Put Malik. Put in somebody who can play. 
Lamar Jackson to me is a, I've actually bought a couple of Lamar Jackson cards recently that I was trying to sell before I took the break. One was a limited RPA to like 25 or 49. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't sell it. I, I think Lamar is going to go on a crazy streak this week, to, this year too. And he's going to kind of have a spike out year. So I have an opportunity to buy. After I am that. a buy on Lamar. I'm not a buy on any of the rookie quarterbacks. I don't think any of those teams are that good. That's the issue with those quarterbacks to me in general. I don't love Ritter. I don't love Pickett. I like Purdy a lot, but I don't like his pricing. Oh, Sam Howell, I, I think, is kind of interesting. If they win a couple games, Sam Howell might be a hold, maybe a buy type thing. You're a big Danny Dimes fan. Don't Deshaun, forget that. And Deshaun Watson, to me, is a buy. Now, Deshaun, dang it, we never even had time to talk about Deshaun. He looked pretty good, but they smoked him. If the defense is going to play like that, that team's going to win a bunch of games, and he'll be very relevant. But we got to go yeah. talk to Arm. So. All right, baseball time. Yeah, let's talk some baseball with Arm. Um, thank you, Aram Layton from Just Baseball. Thank you for joining us to talk a little bit about prospecting in the world of 2023 Bowman Chrome, which releases, I believe, this Wednesday. Is that Correct. accurate? Wednesday. Um, what are your initial thoughts on Bowman Chrome? You messaged us when you saw the checklist, I believe. Yeah, by the way, what did this mean? 134 autos. I I, I got to think that is pretty big for Chrome, right? Yeah, I was surprised. I, I, it just sounded like a big number. I, I looked at previous years i think it was larger than i thought 120 i guess so my my initial when i dm'd you guys i was just like 134 sounds outrageous i did get some more context that it's typically in the 120 range but i didn't think that they needed more more volume i didn't think we needed more more bowman chrome autos uh, i i i'd almost rather some less quality over over quantity i agree oh, okay let me ask you this just uh, just in a vacuum with before we get into the breakdown here too one through ten Based on pricing, checklists, amount of autos, everything. Where are you at? You know, pre-release on this product. Uh, it, it's tough because there's several guys in this that it's always the case with Bowman Chrome. Is like there's so many rookie level players that it could end up aging to being a really good product. But like at this present moment, I can't pretend to be bullish on a 17 year old in the Dominican Summer League. You know, more than I, I humanly possibly can. Uh, but I, I'd give it a, I'd give it a six. Okay, I'd give it a six. Yeah, Salas, Ethan Salas, obviously the number one prospect in this product for the San Diego Padres. He's also a catcher. Two years ago, that would have scared the crap out of me. Now we've seen enough catchers. The Adleys is a couple of the catchers where I'm like, okay, I don't mind the position. But somebody did a breakdown based, and this is just based on auctions. Team people, oh, excuse me. Arm, here's a deal. <laughs> we had a kid a couple of days ago. I haven't slept much, so I'm hopped up on energy. When I pass well, congratulations. out, congratulations. Well, I'd rather be sleeping. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Trade the kid for sleep. How dare you to berate my child? I never. This heard. list, a couple of these stats, are based on the price people paid in case auctions for teams on blowout. Okay. So, for example, the Padres sold. I think this was twenty cases. Sold for six thousand thirteen dollars. That represented twelve point three percent of the entire product sale. Who was this? That's Ethan Salas, the Padres. Ethan Salas, okay. People absolutely lost their minds about this. Here's what's funny. When I make a PYT, almost always the top team is 10% of the PYT. Like, that is literally how I start. So I didn't think this was egregious, but it does scare me that he's a 17-year-old you know, international kid who's never played over here. I also find it interesting that according to the Just Baseball report there that you go. guys recently put out, that Ethan go. Salas is actually 16th on that list. He's not even in the top 10. Yep. Yeah, at 16, it's, you know, you can only rank a guy so high that we have, you know, maybe 60, 70 games to work with here uh, of a sample size. And I think what, what we're seeing with what the Padres are doing with Salas, like, 
there's there's some incredible things about his game. And, and I'll say the bat is really good. And if I'm going to buy cards of a catcher, of course, you want it to be a catcher who hits, who can really swing it. Because if he swings it, they'll they'll put him somewhere else or he'll be an Adelie Rutschman type where you know, he's just productive and well-rounded and really fun. With Salas, it's definitely the bat's ahead of the glove, but I think the glove is good enough to stick behind there. So he's going to probably just be one of those well-rounded catchers. But this was a guy that, was already aggressively promoted to to low A or assigned to low A prior to his 17th birthday. And that, that was aggressive. And what he was doing there was incredible. To have a you know, above average offensive numbers, nine homers in 48 games, that's special stuff. Then they bump him up to high A. And the only justification I could have for that was uh, maybe it was, you know, better coaching staff, better situation there. They just, they just like that, that situation for him. Nope. After nine games where he struggled, they sent him to double A. Maybe that was because the double-A season goes a little bit longer. They wanted more reps for him. Like, sure. I think people are going crazy about the idea that the 17-year-old, Uli turned 17-year-old, is already in double-A. But I think that's more of the craziness of A.J. Preller than Ethan Salas. He is a wonderkin. He is special. Uh, but he shouldn't be in double-A, yeah, just, just to be honest. Oh, okay. Interesting. So here's the other thing, too, I thought was kind of cool about this list, just to give you a little bit more perspective. Um, Padres, number one, 12%, roughly. Uh, the Orioles represent about 9.5%. The Dodgers, 8%. Yankees, a little over 7 Braves, a little over 6 Diamondbacks, just below 6 And the Mariners, at 5%. Orioles uh, being at 10 that's got to be Jackson Holiday, right? That's driving that? No, no, no. Jackson Holiday, not, he's not a prospect in this. He's not? No, they got a kid, Samuel... It's He's not the checklist. It's not Bastillo. What's the what's Sam's name from the Orioles? It's, uh, Basayo. Samuel Basayo. There it is. Wait, he's on this checklist. Yeah, but the, yeah, but he's he's not a first. You know. Oh, it's he's not his first. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I got so you. the top five selling players, by the way, Salas far and away number one, almost two to one. Number two was Vargas for the Dodgers, who I'll be honest, I had never heard of, which is sad because I'm sure he's. I mean, must be pretty highly sought after. So I, I, I guess those next couple guys, Vargas, Celestian. For the Mariners, and then Sammy for the Orioles. Any any perspective on those three guys? Yeah, so it's interesting for me. That's that's I think collectors kind of chasing the bonus money, and and I get that. Uh, but you know, Celestin with the Mariners, a super super exciting prospect from from everything that I've seen, which is very limited. He, he's yet to make his professional debut, so I haven't been able to see many games. I've only been able to see you know grainy footage and and whatever I'm, I'm able to to get from scouts like that, that's that's kind of chasing the bonus pool money to me because Celestin was the second most expensive international free agent um and then it's kind of similar situation with Vargas it's it's just it you're you're betting on the, that these organizations that tend to do really well in international free agency are going to spend the money in the right place I totally understand that approach from collectors who aren't going to you know, do what, what what we do for a living, which is like go to these games and watch these guys play and get access to data and find out what's going on with it with these players. But through a collector's lens, I mean, it's definitely risky. Uh, we, we've seen so many four or five million dollar international free agents absolutely stink from from the word go. But we've also seen a ton of those guys turn into superstars. So it, it's interesting. But those guys specifically, it's yeah, I, I can only say so much because I've only seen so much, uh, which I think is a really interesting aspect of this checklist because there are some other guys who I think are putting up some some monster numbers right now that always tend to get overlooked in this kind of product. Yeah, it's interesting too. Bowman Chrome has kind of become the, pro I don't know if this is, an, I mean, I guess it's intentional at this point, but Bowman Chrome has become the landing ground for the young international stars. 
And it's crazy because like 2016 was a perfect example of that. In 2016, it was Vlad Soto Tatis. And I remember ripping cases of that stuff for 600 bucks. And it was like, cool, we had a, you know, a green Tatis auto. <sighs> yeah, he's young, he's not proven. So I, I think this is the one people maybe chase more than anything else to your point. Like, because even the, the uh, feet, how do you say his name for the Mariners? I'm going to butcher it again. Uh, I, Felonin Celestin. So Felonine, he was there was rumors he was going to be in 23 Bowman and people went nuts for the Mariners then. It didn't happen. And I'm just like, I, so again, what has changed where there's this much hype? I get the long play, but it does make me wonder a little bit like what, you know, who here is actually going to hit the ground running in the bigs? It, it, and even how about hit the ground running stateside? Like with Vargas, he's a big dude. And, and I can see the excitement and the projection here. And this that's definitely a guy that based on what I've seen, just on some of the underlying beneath the hood data and just some of the looks, because I've been able to see more on Vargas because he's playing in the Dominican Summer League at least. So gets me a little bit more access to, to info and video. Like, yeah, he's crushed fastballs well, which it, it, the DSL, if you ever watch clips of the DSL, it'll make you want to throw any stats out from, from the DSL. And, and that's all you have to work with as a collector. So I get it for people that are trying to buy into these breaks. You're going to buy the prospect with a near 1,000 OPS and who's 6'4 with projection and in a perfect organization like the Dodgers. But with that same notion, he could come to the complex. And there's guys that once they even go from the DSL to the complex, which of course is going to be stateside, a little bit better competition, a little bit more consistent, they struggle. And then that's already one jump. Then you got the low A jump. And the low A jump is, is, is a big one. And then you you got the high age home. So there, there's a lot for these guys to still figure out. And I think you should chase them. I think you should have fun with it. But I think you should tread lightly and uh, and just know that even the Dodgers whiff on big money international free agents. So just real quick to round out the top 10. Uh, Rainer Arias for the Giants. Uh, Guerrero for the Rays. Any feedback on those two? Again, it's just really interesting. It's It's funny to me that um, that people are kind of like looking past some of the guys that are performing, I think, at the lower levels. Both really interesting, projectable, and just kind of limited, limited looks. So it's going to be one of those things where the second they, they kind of get off the, the complex, you could start to see it shoot up or you could see it go down. So you got to like keep tabs on these guys really quickly. It's super fluid. Okay. The other team too, I think people naturally chase, the Yankees, right? People, people will, I mean, Dominguez was better because he was signed by the Yankees years ago. Like, now, granted, he came up and actually smashed the ball, which was cool to see. I'm glad he's not going to miss, you know, a year with this stupid Tommy John thing coming up. But this year, the Yanks have two guys in the top 10, Brandon Maia, Maia and Kiner Delgado. Any any feedback on those two? Yeah, so those two guys, I've actually been able to see a little bit more of, specifically Kiner. Kiner's a little bit less projectable um, because he's, he's a little bit smaller. Five five eight five nine. Nothing wrong I with that. That's generous. Probably Not, closer to five eight. My license says my license says five nine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and really good field to hit. Sneaky power. Uh, really good athlete. He's he's been one of the most efficient base dealers in, in the minors. I know it's at the lower levels, but he's good. And, and I've been able to get a, a fair amount of looks at him. He's one of my favorite sleepers in this product. And I know it's hard to have a sleeper when it's a Yankee guy, but compared to some of these other dudes. Uh, I think he's a really exciting option uh, because that's somebody that at the very least, I know he's going to hit at the lower levels. I know he's going to be a, a solid bat through the minors. Does he turn into a superstar? I don't, I don't know. Uh, he's going to have to hit a lot to do that. But, you know, as someone that's a little bit more risk averse and, you know, wants to 
collect the cards of guys I've seen a little bit more of. Those are the players I'm, I'm looking for. Maya is definitely a guy you can dream on uh, because what I have been able to see already is elite speed. He's flashed some really intriguing exit velocities, uh, which I think make him really, really exciting in terms of the projection. Like some of these other guys, you have the surface level stats that look good. Uh, but again, the DSL, like you should see the strike zone out there. It's insane. Uh, with Maya, you can see some tangible projection and data and flashes that you know make him a very, very high upside option. So then let me just wrap this up. Last question. Because honestly, what I'd like to do is like a week or two from now, I always think it's cool to go back and look at these um, who was like selling unbelievable and after just a couple of weeks has fallen off the map. Like Bowman had that, by the way, with another Dodgers kid, that DePaula kid, Josie DePaula. That kid came out like unbelievable pricing and just fell off the map for almost no reason. So I always think it's funny to look back really? at these. He fell? Oh, he has come. He was like a top five guy in price after the first week. Drew Jones came down because he should have. Caminero spiked because he's a monster. Josie, like, or whatever, however you pronounce the first name, DePaula, came way down. So did Matt Mervis, by the way, which didn't make a ton of sense, although he's rebounded. But I, I will be curious to see these top 10. That's shocking to me because, like, DePaula, it's funny. Like, that's a guy that aggressively gets promoted to low A. It survives and, and puts up really solid numbers up there. And, uh, you know, some of the peers that we're talking about, like Rainer Arias is 17 years old in that giant system. And uh, similar type of profile, like really good feel to hit. Uh, so that makes him a little bit safer, a good approach. But he's not as big and projectable. He doesn't have the success in low A. Uh, you got a six foot four to Paula versus Arias, who's you know, six two. He could probably grow more, sure. Uh, but I, I think that's really interesting that uh, people would would cool on to Paula, who I I think has done nothing but but up his stock. He was one of the bigger risers on our top one hundred update. Yeah, I just think that's another one. Hype has like the down spirals because of the lack of hype, not his actual performance, which is just weird. Um, okay, so last question. With this product, any teams in particular, players that you think, hey, good value, kind of a sleeper? Because I think, like you, I think we probably agree, the majority of these names to me, if I hit big color of any of these top 10 guys, I'm probably moving it immediately. I don't always think that with this product. I, I think you just take your win, come back later. Uh, 100%. Um, with with the names that you mentioned, one hundred percent. I mean, I'm, you know, maybe I'm I'm considering depending on the price of of, of holding like a Delgado or a Maya, how they're depending on how they're playing. Like I'll, I'll have a couple of my favorite lottery tickets, and those will be guys that I'll hold on to. But I, I like I, I look at a Samuel Basayo, and I know that people see first base catcher. I understand that, and they they're probably a little bit nervous. This dude with the Orioles just got promoted to to Double A, uh, which is outrageous because he's in his age 18 season, just turned 19, and just has not slowed down. He started the season in low A, went nuts there. They brought him up to high A, put up video game numbers there, like legitimately comical numbers there. And I mean, homering as much as he's striking out. And now he's up to double. Uh, this is an organization that develops hitters as, as well as anybody. Yes, there's a little bit of like a block situation and things like that. But I think this is one of the best teenage bats in all of minor league baseball. And then, but for like a low, lower budget, like sneaky pickup, Luis Lara, 18 year old with the Brewers who checked in at 63 on our top 100 list at justbaseball.com. But I, I don't know, again, kind of similar to Delgado where you don't know how much power is going to be there. I think there's a little bit more to dream on with Lara, but Lara's already been promoted to high A as an 18 year old and so much contact, really good speed, plays a great center field. I think some sneaky impact that he can grow into a little bit and just ridiculous instincts for the game. Like Laura for me is, is a borderline top 50 prospect. And that's somebody that I think 
nobody's really going to be paying attention to because he doesn't hit a ton of homers yet uh, and, and is more hit over power. Uh, but then the Astros, I would say, is one more sneaky one. Jacob Melton, there's some swing and miss there, uh, but he is a scary and really exciting blend of, of power and speed. And in that Astros system, there's a reason why they held on to him and traded some of their other prospects. I think they regard Melton as one of the best guys in that system for them uh, as an everyday outfielder, could play center, uh, big time power. He's going to steal over 50 bags this year. Just got the bump up to double A. If he can make enough contact, this guy not only is a top 100 prospect, he's an impactful everyday outfielder at the big league level. Has Melton never had a first prospect card? I don't think so because I, I was wondering that. I, I I was trying to do some research. I don't I don't know if he did. I know he was a second round pick in 2022, but I don't know if he was in there. I think this might have been his first auto. I could be wrong on that. Okay. If I'm wrong on that, then then definitely, uh, you know, adjust accordingly. Um, but one other player, uh, and I think for the team that that he's with is is interesting is is Miguel uh, or excuse me, sorry, Marco Vargas with the Mets. He was traded in that David Robertson deal from the Marlins. Really advanced hitter for a teenager. Uh, got our, all the way up to low A already with the Mets. Uh, that was a head scratcher. I know a lot of people in the industry were, were surprised to see the Marlins include Vargas in that Robertson trade. Uh, he is kind of one of the guys that like within the the scouting niches is, is has a lot of helium. And I don't know if it's crossed over to the, the card world yet. And being a Mets prospect, of course, always helps. All right. I am curious now. This is really my last question. Are you, do you care at all about the retrofractors? Babe Ruth, Clemente, and I think there's one other guy. Like They'll have their first Bowman card. I think that's so random. I, I, I'll i be honest. I, I couldn't believe the bounty I saw. Was that David Adams, like a, a big bounty on the Babe Ruth one? Yeah, like, we haven't talked about it yet. We're going to bring it up later. 200 grand, right? Yeah, 200 Insane. grand. For a freaking Chrome card of a guy I, who's been dead for a thousand years? I, I mean, this is this is something else. Yeah, I got it. We I do want to talk about that more, but that's I don't think that has anything to do with the card. I think that's more of a marketing scheme. I guess I just think it's weird. Yeah, I don't have much interest in those cards. Okay, I was kind of curious about just me, like just being totally underwhelmed by that. I'll tell you what, I am interested in that you guys that we haven't yeah. talked about because we've been talking just prospect stuff. But the uh, the WBC cards, the World Baseball Classic cards that are going to be in here, actually seem pretty cool. Uh, I, I haven't seen any of them. I didn't see them in the checklist as far as like actual pictures of them, but uh, they've got, you know, the Otanis, the, uh, I think there's a trout in there too. They've got all, all the big names and I assume the pictures are going to be pretty cool. So I don't know the, the other one sold for the one that had both Otani and trout on there sold for, well, I guess it hasn't even sold. It was just the auto that came up recently, right? The Trout and Otani both got and like one other guy. I'm wondering if there's going to be another Otani's card similar. Oh, yeah, it was Otani's yeah. agent. I'm wondering if there's going to be a similar card to that in this set that guys are going to be chasing. Could be. All right, so I'm kind of with you that, then. That would be really cool. Yeah, the, the WBC, I think, is, just, is a special like spectacle. And I think that that aspect of it there could be some really cool chase of, of WBC cards. And I think that was a really cool wrinkle in this. I hope they continue to do that because I, I, I was so happy with the way that it was received when we, when we went out there and covered it. I mean, it seemed like people really jumped on the, jumped on board and, and fell in love with the world baseball classic. So I agree with you. I think that could be a really, really cool uh, angle in this. Yeah. Very cool. Good deal. Well, hey, I hope we can bug you in like two weeks, like a, a look back at like, hey, who has, because there's always with Chrome, you know, Chrome drafting your straight Bowman, there's always like huge monumental shifts in the top five, top 10 of these products after a little bit of time. So it'd be kind of fun to review and see where they're at in a few weeks, if you have time. 
I, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Uh, also, I would love for you to forward me over those 10 names that are the highest sellers because sure. that blows my mind. Um, uh, but yeah, I'd love to circle back and, and I'll have a little bit more on some of the, you know, those complex guys uh, that, you know, are, are Dominican Summer League guys that are going for a lot. That was honestly a surprise to me. One pitcher name I want to throw out there. I know people don't want to collect pitchers. We don't I talk can't. about pitchers, Arum. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. But June Sock Shim of the Pittsburgh Pirates, like if you're going to pull a pitcher and he's not selling for anything because no one knows who the heck this guy is, <laughs> hold on to this dude because okay. he throws 96, 97 up to borderline triple digits. Disgusting stuff. Uh, and and I've heard nothing but rave reviews. He, he had a little ankle issue that I think they wanted to be careful and, and shut him down. But this guy's got crazy stuff for a teenage arm. Uh, if, if you're going to pull a pitcher that you know you're not going to sell for anything, like it's not going to get you any money, hold on to him because like he could end up blossoming into a one of the better young pitching prospects in baseball. Uh, so June Sock Shim with the Pirates. If you're going to pull a pitcher, that's the one. That's the name of like a horror movie for Bowman Chrome prospect guys. The Pitcher in Pittsburgh. The Pitcher in yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, just a terrible combination. June Shock Shim. <laughs> All right, I like it though. Our long shot pitcher. Good deal. Arm, thank you for the time as always, man. Appreciate you jumping on. Thanks for having me. Hi, buddy. See ya. See ya. All right, so there you go. Arm Layton, just baseball. I, I will say, I've never had somebody be like that enthusiastic. That's why we always invite Arm back. He has good energy, but he's like enthusiastic about guys in the Dominican League that nobody else has ever seen. That's why I actually respect his opinion well, that's more. that's where I, I realize knows. he actually knows what he's talking about, probably. If he oh, knows all these things that, you 100%. know. 100%. Yeah. And it's funny when a guy like that, though, hears a name, and he's like, oh, that's interesting that that guy, that may, that's when I'm like, yeah. I Again, I'm not trying to like just puff him up. He's not here. I would never compliment him to his face. No. I hear him say things like that, though, and I'm like, okay. I, now I know if I pull that guy, he is gone. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. he, Arm could tell you his exit velocity. I can't tell you how much my kid weighed at birth. So, <laughs> yes, you can. Six, you six, know exactly what it six, is. 6'6. Six. Yeah, exactly. Although there was some confusion. And you know what six, it was today. <laughs> there was some confusion. 6'11. <laughs> now it's 6'1 today. 6'1 today. Uh, a, a, a sturdy 6'1. The uh, the thing that you guys talked about, the 200K bounty on the Babe Ruth uh, retrofractor card. Super. I just. The super. I gotta. I Soup. I just gotta say, I'm you getting more bounties. and more questioning. I, I'm just questioning the bounty. the The motive of a bounty is cool, especially when someone is doing it for their own personal you collection because it. they deem there to be value. Right. I just wanted to be clear. Like, there's two different kinds of bounties. At least two. The only two I'm thinking of. Sure. There's the bounty where someone actually knows that card is worth that. And the paper towel. And they're called. <laughs> In the paper towel. <laughs> Grab your yep. chest. Thank chest you. Well done. <laughs> uh, the, there's the one where they know it's worth it. And then there's the one where it's like, hey, we're trying to push this product. I've been saving that for you. <laughs> I've lost. Anyway, By the way, I was trying so hard to keep it together. I have done toast. so well, bro. We're almost done with the episode. Let's I am, be, let's I'm very wrap proud. It up. Go nuts. Um, the other thing, there's a couple other things. So NFL rookie patches. Now that uh, they fanatics wasted no time. Uh, they did get these patches on NFL rookies for their first games. Uh, they came out as of Thursday. This is not going on cards, just so people are okay. aware of that. Here's the thing. I, quick to that point. I was curious because I, I actually saw this yesterday, mm -hmm. but I have not seen. I mean, we've been in the hospital for the week. I haven't seen anything. There's still no deal with the NFL and Nothing's moved and on that. Because I yeah. saw this and I was like, how does this help? How is that even legal and how does it help them? So yep. not going on cards. Nope. Okay. Nope. Cool. Nothing as of yet. Can we uh, have them? Now, I, I would be willing to guess maybe that changes and maybe there's a tune change. But right now they're saying, no, it's just a special thing for the player. 
We'll see if that gets changed at a later okay. date. Uh, the Taco Fractor mystery was solved. I put it, that out on social media. But if you did not see it, it is solved. I have I've since confirmed it. Have Someone you really? else reached out. Um, well, all right. I, I haven't talked to Tops. They have not been the ones to say it. But everybody has been seeing these Taco Fractor cards in Tops Chrome. They've been going for a large amount of money. But if you go online... No one knows what they are. They're just being told, hey, hold on to them because they'll be redeemable for something coming up. Um, after a little sleuthing, the image of the taco <laughs> on the Taco Fractor cards is the same image that they use in Taco Bell's commercials for their crunchy beef tacos. I even check the cheese strings on there, like how they're laid out. They match up. Um, and someone reached out on Instagram after I posted the video about it. And he said, like, he's got a buddy up in Taco Bell. And he said, yeah, that guy confirmed that they are in a deal with Tops or something. So who's your buddy? Oh, he works in drive through Rhode Island. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. He uh, collects cards and works the the taco line. Um, anyways, I said taco line. drive through is different. Is there bro. a taco line? Is that how they roll a taco? Oh, line? yeah. I worked at Taco Bell. It was my first job, bro. I would know. Worked there four months, got an award, quit right after. What was the award? Uh, for like best customer service. I could see that. I'm a people person. What can I say? I'm just trying um, to think like the research on other things you could have done while you were looking up strands of cheese. Taco Fractor has been solved. Cheese strand placement. Oh, God. CSP. <laughs> Before we get to our mailbag, oh, any plates and patches, football is also another product that comes out this week. Um, give me, just give me, the, this is going to be super brief. Give me the box price, please. Box price is $340. Here's the thing is that because I think Lumens was like 300. Oh, I thought it was cheaper, but okay. You might be right. Um, I honestly think that's going to like people are looking for a football product and the I fact like, that it's so I like rare. El I like Elite better than I like plates and patches usually. I ripped a bunch of Elite too, and it was a little bit cheaper than that. Okay. The price seems a little steep to me, but but Plates and Patches does a good job with the patches. I will, I'll give them that. I would rather, I think there's better product out there for the money. Okay. Well, so they, this is an okay one. To obviously, me. there's not going to be autos of like Stroud or... Um, Stroud, Levis, uh, Bryce Young. Yes, but, but there Anthony is Richardson. Richardson. He yeah, will I be pulled, there. I pulled a nice patch auto, a uh, nice auto of his out of Elite, pro uniform. Okay. Pulled a one-on-one Deion Sanders out of Elite. The B, uh, John, Bijan yep. uh, Robinson, like he will Dijon be in there. Mustard. Bijan oh, Robinson. I, I worked my manager at Dell was Bijan. So, but he spelled he get, it slightly different. That's why I wasn't sure. Did he get fired recently? Mm, Is he still there? I think he's still there. I think he's still there. Yeah. Hey, what happened to Larry Webb? We got a message about Larry <laughs> Webb. Can we call him? I'd like to get Larry, Larry on the show. Webb. Uh, Jackson National, if you guys are looking for a variable annuity, contact your local uh, Boston <laughs> call area. Call Larry uh, Webb. Google call your him. Boston area financial advisor and then tell him I want Larry's VAs. Um, all right, there. That's the product. I do. I actually do think that's going to be a hot product, just because of the fact that people want foot twenty twenty three football, and there's just going to be can limited you, amounts. Before we go to the mailbag, can you catch me up on the card porn thing? Because I have not. I was. I called in the other day and just made like a couple brief statements. I mean, the guy's a piece of garbage. But if we could, yeah, kind we of, never did get your statements on this whole matter. And there's oh, and there's actually one additional, at least one additional thing going with it. So. As you are you prep for this or no? Because if not, I don't want to. As put we all spot. know, the whole issue with card porn is uh, he recently shut down all of his social medias. People started wondering why, and then Darren Ravel put out some stories about it. The big thing was that there was a jersey involved, a Michael Jordan jersey that got authenticated as being real, um, only because uh, the the psychopath that is Juan Garcia, the man behind. Uh, card porn and a number of other uh, social media sites. He made a fake account 
for a man who has long been dead, uh, claiming that these are the photo- uh, the photographs of this photographer. And so they matched the, the company that was doing the authentication, matched those uh, photos with the jersey and said, oh, yeah, it is real because the man's foundation says it's real. But it turns out that's all fake. And now we know that he's a bad man. Michael, go. Still a real jersey. Still a, a real jersey. jersey. But it, for people who are not familiar with memorabilia, photo matching is like the COA of game use material. Mm-hmm. How do I know? And so they went from a 20, I think it sold for 25,000 ish. Yep. But now it's like, no, 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 he wore this in three finals games. Yep. Here's the photographic evidence, which is basically the certificate of authenticity. Now I don't it's think worth, there was any jersey from that finals. Correct, yeah. But that would have made it worth easily six figures. Yes. So Absolutely. the whole thing was they fed. By, in my by, gray, by the way, Hannah just sends me. I mean, come on. He's she adorable. Literally just says, it's the legs for me. This kid has <laughs> legs for days. Look Precious. At this. They have extra skin on them still. You it's know like it a wrinkly too. old man. Look. I'm not just saying this. My I wife mean, was an ugly baby. She'll sure. tell you her parents. This yeah. kid's good looking. No, he's handsome as ever. People have seen social media. Um, anyway, my gray is the company that did the authenticating, and they've since also come out retracting what they did. Right? And they're saying like they're gonna pursue, you know, legal uh Amen. justification, all that stuff. Um, the other additional information, so you most of you probably already know that because you listened to last episode, yeah. you've probably seen other stuff. The one other piece that has since come out too, this is an official, uh, but if you guys, Dan the Cardman, another guy in the hobby, he put out a video about this recently. So many probably know Cardporn was being sued by a couple of brothers. Spiegel brothers? In the ho- I, yeah, Something I can't like remember that. the name. Something like that. Um, being sued by them because uh, Cardporn, Juan, had made a lot of claims that their card was a fake. This LeBron rookie card. Switch the patch. A sw- yeah, patch yep. auto card that was, it would have been worth I don't know. I think it was close to him. Is it a million? I thought, I thought, yeah. Something around there. It was worth a ton. But obviously, once Cardboard got said, hey, that's fake. They switched the patch out. That's not real. Then all of a sudden, that card went down significantly in value. So they're claiming like, oh, obviously, we lost money because of this. And we also lost our reputation because of this. So they were trying to sue Cardboard. But apparently, there was also issues because they couldn't find out who was running the Cardboard account to actually sue. Uh, there's now uh, people have come out and apparently this information was out there for a while and just people just trusted the watchdog and the hobby to not lie to them. So they didn't look into it close enough, but at least one or two other people had done their research and they say, no, in fact, those Spiegel brothers may in fact be right. It may actually be authentic. In fact, Beckett has never come out and said anything other than that it is authentic. Um, after you look at uh, Dan the Cardman's video, he references another guy uh, in the hobbies video who did the research Ooh. initially. Uh, I'll find out. It's Jim something. Jim Cards, I want to say. But anyways, the uh, overall point is that that's just another aspect of lying from him. You're going to continue to see it. If you haven't listened to the last episode, listen to that where Dan Ravel shares a number of other psychopathic tendencies uh, from that man. But yeah, a lot of crazy stuff. Mike, now with that information and everything else you know, what do you feel about it? Yeah, so here's the thing. I've always had an issue with the anonymity. Is that the mm-hmm. word? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, I don't like that somebody without a name or a face or a real, you know, a real title or anything could be the one who's calling out others for their, you know, the, calling out other people because where's the accountability with somebody who doesn't have a name or a face? Yep. That was always issue number one for me. Although I never had any real personal issues with the guy at the beginning. Yes. Um, after a while, though, I started to notice, hey, they would, and, and 
I don't mind saying this too, because I will tell you, one of the other things that's irritated me are the amount of people have come out now like, hey, I, I, I knew all along. I always challenge people, if you knew this all along, why didn't you present evidence? <laughs> I would not want to claim that I knew all like, along yeah, There at were this always point. like some like little hit pieces or this or that, and that's fine. People came out for being the watchdog. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm, I'm glad people called them out. But the people calling them out for the, I knew the scamming, I never heard a lot about, I'm sure some did, but I didn't hear that a lot until it really came out. Uh, Card Gems is the uh, guy Card who Gems, put okay. out that uh, content. I've never heard, I, will, I haven't heard of them. I'll check yeah, it out. He's a small account, but apparently, yeah. Cool. Hey, that's fine. He did some um, research. Here is my thing, though. You could tell as his follower count grew, his arrogance grew. Uh, I have been guilty of that myself. Trust me, I have been, and rightfully Shut so, I've been called for being a little haughty, a little arrogant at times, especially with the card stuff. I try to keep it in check. It doesn't always happen. The issue I started having with Juan is he would rip off little stories from us or from other people, and there would be no credit given. Or he would start to support things, and then when they'd fall apart, there'd be nothing. Um, there was just a lot of, like, questionable, but never anything. And again, I never once thought, Hey, this guy's scamming. Yeah. I, he, he pulled the wool over my eyes, but I just started to think this is not an individual. I want to have anything to do with. And then when he kind of came at us about the last issue, I don't even remember what it was, but again, you're an adult who runs an Instagram account and you're going to talk down to me. It's trade night at the national it's a trade night. Yep. The guy was wrong. By the way, I'd love to know what Ray Schulte and the national people have to think about this. He was being paraded around on a golf cart, at the freaking national in Chicago a month ago. Haven't heard a word from them. I know, but it's can't. not just them. It's a lot of the big account. Like a lot of people aren't saying anything about this. It's really the smaller accounts are to their credit. Smaller accounts, but yeah, I, I just think it's interesting, and this is the dangerous game you fall into when people become too big for the space. And it's wild to me. Jeff Wilson, you know, ties his shoe wrong and gets obliterated by everybody. Yeah, um, rightfully so about the buy sell crap from years ago. But since then, I haven't really had an issue to be honest with. You. I, I don't care. Sure. Um, but it is funny to me how quiet the major ones have been. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's definitely other people involved with him. I mean, you don't get the access he had without having connections. You're not getting paraded around by the spokesperson for the national. You're not in the room with Drake and freaking Ken Golden ripping 86 Flair. You know, all these things happened. And now it's like, oh, well, so, so did you not know? And that's okay, by the way. If you had no idea... No sure. problem, but just come out, hey, this guy is a piece of garbage. But the fact that this guy wanted to be paraded around the Chicago Nationals past year, and I don't think you were the only person he did this with, where he got mildly aggressive about, hey, I want an apology type nonsense. I'll tell you right now, Juan, I'm doing this for Jesse. Apology retracted. You, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, you're a piece of garbage. You're probably a bit of a psychopath. I don't know if you're enough of a psychopath to really get into that range, but happy to dance with if you want to put your shoes on. I just think it's sad that we have not heard enough outcry. And I think it's another one of those learning less, lessons learned. Like, hey, when people, the bigger people get, the more accountable you have to be, period. For sure. Like, that's just the way this thing works. Yep. So, um, yeah, he's a spaz. I'm glad he's off social media. I'm glad he's out of the hobby. Uh, I really have no use to talk to him about him anymore after this. Um, I do hope there's an arrest, though. I mean, oh, like, I hope, oh, trust me, I hope he's... Taking yeah, I mean, advantage of the level all of, of our listeners in Australia. We know we have a lot of uh, listeners in Australia. Just keep an eye out. You I know? had people reach out. And the guy today yeah. posted pictures of him on the Insta on Instagram and message over from yep. somebody's account. And I confirmed that was who I talked to. By the way, I saw that. I was like, dude, brazen guy. Little fellow like that walking around <laughs> talking like that. He's tall, but he's not thick. Apparently, yeah, he's, he's from a, a nice of... area. You, oh, you, is he? 
Well, I'm just going to say, Juan shows up in Lawrence running his mouth like that. Well, his degree's in art. I mean, you don't get a degree in art coming from the streets, I don't think. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> after you after you choke that fella out, okay. you go right for the hands. All right. Well, not that we would. You never He's just saying that to be comical. Again. No, I'm just kidding. For everyone um, But there. I do. I hope legal charge. I hope they go after him to the full extent of the law. Like, go nuts. Go after him. Yep. I would love to see that. And now that's it. There's nothing. Mo- if there's other stories that break and, and arrests are made, fine. Sure. I have no more opinion about the guy. You're a nameless, faceless coward. Mm-hmm. You're a scumbag. See ya. We've given you enough airtime. Like, that's it. Agreed. I like that. Uh, I the little it's... legs on this kid, though. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I put those socks on today. Socks are for a, a like weak old baby. Way too big. Little I, feet. I've only dropped my phone on him once. So that's Jesse dropped really good. good thing it was an iPhone. <laughs> Android probably broke in half on his head. Mailbag. We have a number of questions. She said now it's that the we legs back. for me. That's she that, did. That was you, a, you told us that, that was already. That was I forgot about me. that. Uh, Johnny F starts us off. What will be Mike's first pack he plans on ripping with young Theodore? Assuming he hasn't done so already. I have not. I haven't opened any product. That's a good question. First pack. I mean, I plan on having Disney. him in the... Pokemon. No, my kids would be cool. He's not going to care about like a player on a card. He's going to care about a flying rat, like all that other crap. Oh uh, yeah, not in my house. Absolutely. Um, that's a good question. I will have him in the room for breaks, like because Hannah hangs out in the room with me now when I'm live. Mm-hmm. Kind of use it as like a nighttime, like hey, hang around, kind of be involved. I'm gonna guess immaculate baseball came out last week. I got a bunch of cases sitting on the shelf. I'm going to say he's in the room for some immaculate with me. Oh, he's in the room, but you're not opening that with him. I'm going to bring over a pack. You mean for, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm going to bring over some Ninja Turtle packs or something. Yeah. That, that he can have those all decks. Now, hold on. Hold on. Now that's we'll interesting. See. Now I that's bought some interesting. of those at Card Collector Shop in Ohio. I know. I got one of them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You were, yeah, you were uh, there. Big gulps. <laughs> Cody James. Do you guys consider pro wrestling cards to be sports cards or nonsense cards? I think it depends on the person. I personally view I'd them as sports. a sports card. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. By the way, one sport kind of wrestling fighting thing. I don't know anything about it. UFC, I've said before. The Sean Strickland guy, I told you last night, mm-hmm. he won the belt off Israel at a sign. Carlos, do you, are you a UFC guy? You might know this. He's, there's no way he is. I think he is. I don't think so. He's I am not. Sorry. Knew it. Okay. Um, this guy, I, I don't know the first thing about Strickland. Israel Adesanya is a name I know because he's supposed to be one of the greatest ever. He was the champion or whatever weight range you know, he, he fought in. Strickland beat the crap out of him last night. Mm-hmm. He has gone viral so many times though now for his social presence. He's just crazy outspoken. Um, I don't know what product he's in. I, I'm assuming he's been around for a while if he's getting a, a title shot. Yeah. I, this is the perfect guy to run with a, it, it, it just from a card value. Again, I don't I don't watch UFC. I don't care about the violence, but from just a strictly who could be the next guy in UFC to really take over like Conor McGregor, you know, sure. You don't watch fighting either. I knew, Con- I mean, Carlos, I guarantee knows Conor McGregor. Sure. This is that type of, he is like a crazy polarizing, not even like villain, but just like that type of outspoken guy. I think he could be really, really good for the UFC card market. I am wondering if he's in the 2023 select NFT packs because I gave, I'm actually, you gave uh, away. yeah, I gave away 10 of those packs last week. Actually, I'm sending them out today, but I am, I didn't see his name in here. It doesn't mean he's not, but he's not jumping out at you know me. It's funny. He has cheap um, autos. 2022 optic rated rookie autos. Buy it now or best offer for 60 bucks. I mean, I think that just kind of goes to show the market for UFC just not as huge. He tanked but out hard. That is interesting because he's the type of guy. While wrestling has maintained, but yeah. yeah. I think he's the type of guy that who could transcend the sport type thing because of the whole presence of Maybe. Else. He may be the next. Anyways, yeah. just a little note I had. Sorry. All right. Uh, next up, Jason Steele. 
strong name. With the rise of UFC, WWE, and racing cards, what do you think the next sport to get trading cards will be? The next sport that doesn't already have... I feel like you could find almost every sport out there that has a card. Like, even Leaf has made pickleball, pickleball cards right. now. Um, yeah, I the next big one, maybe, he means... I don't actually have a... That's hard to say. Because even pickleball, like, do people care about that? I know people love the sport, but, like, who who's buying pickleball cards? Yeah, I know. Is that why Brian Gray left Leaf? <laughs> That's why. Pickleball, you're out. <laughs> I mean, because there's tennis, there's golf, all these things are already existing, in, and they have their communities. But, yeah, I don't know what would be the next sport. I guess the newest invented one. There's even... I even have one right here. There's a, a cornhole cards from, again, also from Leaf Products, but... That's another story. Sauces from McDonald's. Oh, I actually have these. These came in while you were gone. The uh, LeBron James Mookie Betts Tops Now cards. I didn't get any parallels. Oh yeah, I haven't actually looked since I I got them. How many did you buy? I got twenty of them. Maybe maybe we'll do a giveaway with them. Uh, I think mm, I think I paid eighty in total. So was that four bucks? Nope. Is that math right? Take it easy, Poindexter. Yeah, I don't know. So they are selling. Actually, looks like are they sold out? By the way. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, it's it's a limited. So people can buy, I think, as many as you want within this window. You and, bought a lot of 20? Yeah. For 80 bucks? Yeah. Not great. <laughs> Not, Not great. Too great. Why? What are they going for? So I see for lots the base, of 20. Like for, none of these yeah. are parallels or anything. I mean, the base are going for like four to five bucks a piece with free shipping. Ooh. But I see like lots of 20, $70 are best offer Ooh. just sitting for sale. So. That's Actually, uh, honestly, I bet you only lose 20%. That's pretty good know, for you. You know what also came in? Here we My CJ Shroud, Bryce Young, Panini Instant cards. In that these were fake graded. Yeah, these, whatever hey, look at the back of those. rating is. What does that say? On the, let me see one of these. Oh, they're numbered. I mean, no, no, let me see the one of the cards. Oh, I didn't even realize. It's like, a, I didn't think they numbered those cards. Oh, yeah. One of 2012. Interesting. What'd you pay for these? Like 50 bucks each on average. First graded. I like who's making these. Like one was like 40, one was like 60 or something. So there you go. Who's making these holders? Yeah. The the grading company wasn't what I bought them for, obviously. The whole thing, Ben. No. Didn't buy them for that. I just assumed like the card itself would be decent. I think we should add sub desk GC. Get a real 10. Absolutely. I'm going to do that. Um, James Academy wants to know, I was trying to do a deal for a white sparkle card and no comps were available. However... There were other numbered parallels showing up. What would be a good comparison for the value of a white sparkle? Out of 10, out of 20, out of 50? I'm so sorry. What The white sparkle is not numbered, though? Or it, uh, is? It, is, it is? a uh, It is not a numbered card. Or at least he doesn't mention it is. He was just saying that he was comparing it to other numbered parallels. I don't know. I would look at other, like, so I would look at other guys who, like, find a player who has a white sparkle, a gold, an orange, whatever color. Yeah. Find a couple examples of other players and see where it lines up. Is it traditionally to the out of 50? I don't want to, I don't know. I don't know enough about white sparkles to know, but that's the thing. Don't get caught up on the player. Mm-hmm. Just find other players who have examples selling of every different kind of variation, and that'll give you the multiplier at least. Okay. Very nice. Rico Sorcy just wanted to say hi. Hello back. He's excited for Bowman Week. Ryan Munoz. Um, we believe. start filling tonight, by the way, on Card Shop Live. Eddie's got 38 cases in hand. 38 cases. Jeez. Uh, Ryan wanted to know who's the best dad on the show now? Well, I mean, I've been there half the time parenting your child, too. So I don't know. It's I, more than time with your own kids. It's pretty good. <laughs> My child was right there with me. Okay. 
Uh, you know what? Equally great. That's all I'm going to say about it. I haven't done anything yet. That's a problem. Equally great. You've been, don't you dare say that you've been up a ton. You've got your, like you said, you're on, on no sleep. Mom had to have a C-section. You had to be there to fill in a lot. Yeah. You're doing great, bud. Don't you sell yourself short. Okay. Christopher Shoemaker wants to know red zone channel. Oh, actually he's talking about the patch, the rookie patch. Uh, we've already confirmed that is not going into cards. Andrew Lee is the Martian Dominguez's small sample size MLB success good enough to still sell yep. high, or is he a hold now due to the elbow injury? Hold him. Okay. I mean, if, if, if I don't actually, <laughs> I thought you were, you were talking fine, bro. You could sell him right now. You could also, I, I'm fine with either of those. If he, if his pricing hasn't taken a dramatic hit, like if he's down 25% because of the elbow thing, keep him. Yeah. But if he's kind of like still relatively the same, I'd sell him right now. Because you're going to sell them now, higher now than you are. are. <laughs> Welcome to my world. That's a thing. No, nice. I have an excuse. You're now been like just, pegged down a bit. terrible. Hey, at least I bring variety, bro. I can't talk goods, but at least I know something else about Look at that mustache stuff. still I just noticed. I saw you a like little creepy patch you creeping like above them. I don't. Don't hey, put baby? that on the YouTube. Hey, baby. Um, by the way, classic Jesse moment last week. Oh. We're at a donut shop. Oh my God. <laughs> Can I tell this or no? Yeah, go ahead. Jesse care. walks right up. We're at a group of just hipster clowns at some really like high-end donut, like fancy area town. Yeah. Jesse walks right up. He goes, hey, everybody. Just want to, I forget how he, he's like, great news. My my cousin's, pre- or my no. sister's pregnant. I'm going to be a dad. <laughs> and then my wife, without even thinking, goes, he is my cousin. Like that doesn't make it okay. It was a funny joke. I it was, stole that from the internet. I know. I wish it was not around hip hipsters are like the worst. I was people. hoping to get a real big laugh. Everyone they cheering. all turned around. They're like, "Are you eating gluten?" Yeah, that was their first. They didn't care about the incest. I was like, "Do you eat gluten, bro?" Don't say that on podcast. That was a real issue. That was the gluten. God. Uh, Kajitan Matazuski wants to know. I'm a raw vegan, not a regular <laughs> vegan. Our You're base- a donut shop, you idiots. Our baseball breaks. They didn't even <laughs> say that. Our baseball breaks. Uh, or I'm sorry, basketball breaks. Sure. Dead right now. Yes. Horribly dead. They are dead. I sold some mosaic last week. Three boxes oh, of you did? Bra- I it's come down in price a little bit too. I actually think mosaic is nice for the for what it is, but it's a tough fill. Yeah, it's not People are football or bust, or I guess baseball. No, baseball for sure. But fo- football. No, they are now going after football, bro. Your world is so no, that's okay. In the breaking world, Bowman Chrome is more anticipated than anything that comes out in the football season that's, period. As far as what's breaking, yes, I, no I would question. agree with you. Yeah, but there, I think there's more people now focused on football. They just don't have the product to be able to rip it. Oh, I yeah, you could you could have the opinion. I disagree strongly. Okay, baseball wax is just still far and away the. I mean, Topps finest still flies off the shelf. Okay, like it's crazy. Football has some big products, but by and large, it's also a way higher p- price point. To get in. Like, how many football boxes are 175 bucks a box? Not many. It was a rhetorical I know. <laughs> I know what yeah, it is. No, you're doing great. Coulter Wood. Oh, we already did Brock Purdy. Uh, if he is better than Tom Brady. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah, no question. Tim Gilman with Pete Crow Armstrong getting called up by the Cubs. Are you taking requests for young prospects to interview so that they can jump from double A to big leagues in two months. I mean, obviously he jumped because of the interview. I he think had that's what show. he's implying. He's yes. correct. No, he one hundred percent is. And we are going to be sending off the uh, the Pete Crow Armstrong to the winner. We did have a little competition. Uh, thank thanks again to Candy Digital for even getting us in touch with Pete Crow Armstrong. We had a little giveaway thing. But the good news is, 
I believe we have two other signed SCN shirts uh, that are still available for giveaways in the future, signed by Pete Crow so Armstrong. Just keeping so, one each and giving one away, but okay. well, definitely not. I don't need one because they're not going to fit me. So I'm I, not going to you know wear what? it. You can keep yours. I, I can give one away. Give one away. Ryan Johnson. How big of an impact do breakers have on the price of wax? He goes in more, but let's just leave it there for the moment. I don't know. I think the price is determined already, and then breakers adapt to the price. More, breakers more adapt than, to it? I think so. Like, I don't think we're setting the price on anything. Okay. Yeah. Uh, BJ Kroger, I'm thinking of starting a card show as a promoter in an area that only has one show a year. What's the most important thing for attracting dealers? What's the most important thing for getting consumers? It's chicken and egg. Hey, come to the show because we have the best dealers. Hey, dealers, come here because we have the biggest uh, base of buyers. Yeah. It's a tough venue means a lot to people. Have it in a nice place. People, you know, place that's like reasonable, safe, good air conditioning, like little crap like that. I know it sounds just minor, but it, it's a it's a big deal. Um, space. You know, you don't want to have people on to nothing worse than having no space to operate. Like people get dealers get so irritated by that stuff. Yeah. Um I would I mean honestly if you're pricing putting up a show where they don't have one I think that's probably like your biggest thing is competition. And just be it free. It doesn't sound like you if have I'm, any. If so. I'm starting a show by the way it's like hey first time dealers 20 bucks a table. Yeah. Or whatever 10 bucks a, get people in the door. Yeah. Give away some awesome door prizes to drive foot traffic. Yeah, I agree like I wouldn't look to necessarily make money on this show. Correct. If you were planning on that you're probably already behind the eight ball. Chris August wants to know how do you get a value I knew you were going to say it. The don't. Eight ball. Just like that's let the it cue happen. Ball. The cue ball is behind the eight ball because you're going to hit it. Chris August wants to know, how do you get a value of a PSA 10 card when there are no sales, only PSA 9 or raw? I mean, kind of the same thing as well. Let's let's base this on modern or ultra modern. It's kind of the whole, okay, uh, a nine of this other player sells for this and he does have tens that sell. Get a couple examples. What is the multiplier there? Apply the same rule to your own card. Uh, let's see. Don Cox, Justin Fields is still lackluster debating on investing in a higher end fields, rookie auto, but not convinced yet. Fields sports card hype slash pricing is way higher than his on field performance. Uh, as always a disgruntled bears fan. I don't know if Just he wait. A, I don't think there's any yeah. reason to rush it. If you're going to do that. Uh, Joe tall. Boonvit. I don't, I, I talk to Joe all the time. I don't know how to pronounce your last name, Joe. So you're going by Joe tall from now on. Are the majority of football cards doomed to drop in price? No. I don't know if they all are, but it, he is pointing out something that does happen. And we kind of talked to uh, Chris about this on the show last week was just that at the very beginning, there does seem to be a little bit of a dip. Um, at least there was last year specifically. It could happen, but I don't think you're going to see every card go down. Uh, it is our, our last question of the day. Jordan Wahlberger. JC. I have noticed that lately the value of a PSA 9 is close to the same price as raw. Where do you place value on different grades across SGC and PSA? It is, it is a weird trend that I don't love. I think the reason is there are so many guys buying raw for the upside of, hey, it's going to 10. They would rather take a shot on a raw than just buy the sure thing of a nine which is not great. Like, I think a nine was a great safety net back in the day. An mm -hmm. SGC nine, same thing. In SGC nine five, there's still a healthy bump above raw. PSA doesn't have a nine five. So yep. it's like 10 or bust right now. That that swings a lot though. But it, it's not everyone because we looked into this not too long ago and there is still some instances where you see a decent. Yeah, but so JC's a big, uh, JC's in a bunch of baseball breaks with me in general. 
Yeah. I think he does a lot of basketball and multi-sport too. But I would say things like what we've seen come out recently, Finest, uh, Topps Chrome. Uh, I would imagine Bowman Chrome will be very similar. Cosmic. Mm -hmm. I think people would pay a little bit more for a raw than a nine because, again, there's a thought of, hey, it's going to 10. That's why I do. It's not just a plug fresh. You see the nine five is a nice landing spot because a lot of those nines now become nine fives and all of a sudden there's some actual upside financially. So it's it's a weird trend. Grading is such an ebb and flow thing, though. It's wild. I'm disappointed we didn't get to talk about Alan Ginter because we were gone. Did you ever talk about it while I was gone? No. No. Did yeah, it come out already? Yeah, I think so. I never card in it, so I didn't care. <laughs> I keep getting blown off, too. Uh, that's that's the show, people. I Mike's want, first show back. I want our first show together in three weeks. In Ginter, please. All right. Well, there I'm you ready go. to grease the wheels. I don't know what that means, but I'm ready to do it. I would like that card and just not tell Mike that I'm. In. Oh wait, Alan Ginter hasn't come out. I thought it did because everyone, so many people were talking about it. It comes out in 11 days, September 22nd. You're a liar. So that's right. exciting. We still get to talk about that. Maybe we'll a, be in it late late edition. Did you? <laughs> they just stole our social media uh, like faces. Um, all right. You want to hit them with the outro? Sure. Sports cards nonsense brought to you by the ringer podcast network powered. Of course, by our friends at Spotify who will become our enemies. If we don't get resigned, uh, we'll be back on Thursday and uh, maybe some YouTube next week, taking the week off. Goodbye. See you Thursday. Bye. Bye.